Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 10th of May, and it is the 9th of Iyar on the Hebrew calendar. We're counting day 24 of the Omer today. This week, our parasha, or section from the Torah, is called Emor, which means speak. And today's reading will be Leviticus 22, 17 through 33. Before we get into our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Today I'll be reading the blessing in Hebrew. Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu melech haolam, asher noten Torah emet, uvsuat ishua leamo Yisrael ulechol haamim, al yedei beno Yeshua hamashiach Adonainu. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. The Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to Aaron and to his sons and to all the sons of Israel and say to them, Whoever is of the house of Israel, or of the foreigners in Israel, who offers his offering, whether it is any of their vows or any of their freewill offerings, which they offer to the Lord for a burnt offering, that you may be accepted, you shall offer a male without blemish of the bulls, of the sheep, or of the goats. But you shall not offer whatever has a blemish, for it shall not be acceptable for you. Whoever offers a sacrifice of peace offerings to the Lord to accomplish a vow, or for a freewill offering of the herder of the flock, it shall be perfect to be accepted. It shall have no blemish. You shall not offer what is blind, is injured, is maimed, has a wart, is festering, or has a running sore to the Lord nor make an offering by fire of them on the altar to the Lord. Either a bull or a lamb that has any deformity or lacking in his parts, that you may offer for a freewill offering, but for a vow it shall not be accepted. You must not offer to the Lord that which has its testicles bruised, crushed, broken, or cut. You must not do this in your land. You must not offer any of these as the bread of your God from the hand of a foreigner, because their corruption is in them. There is a blemish in them. They shall not be accepted for you. The Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, When a bull, a sheep, or a goat is born, it shall remain seven days with its mother. From the eighth day on, it shall be accepted for the offering of an offering made by fire to the Lord. Whether it is a cow or you, you shall not kill it and its young both in one day. 
When you sacrifice a sacrifice of thanksgiving to the Lord, you shall sacrifice it so that you may be accepted. It shall be eaten on the same day. You shall leave none of it until the morning. I am the Lord. So you shall keep my mitzvot and do them. I am the Lord. You shall not profane my holy name, but I will be made holy among the sons of Israel. I am the Lord who makes you holy, who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord. That was Leviticus 22, 17 through 33. Today's portion from the prophets, the Nevi'im, is Yeshayahu or Isaiah 66. This is what the Lord says, Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house will you build to me? Where will I rest? For my hand has made all these things, and so all these things came to be, says the Lord. But I will look to this man, even to he who is poor and of a contrite spirit, and who trembles at my word. He who kills an ox is as he who slays a man. He who sacrifices a lamb as he who breaks a dog's neck. He who offers an offering as he who offers pig's blood. He who burns frankincense as he who blesses an idol. Yes, they have chosen their own ways, and their soul delights in their abominations. I also will choose their delusions and will bring their fears on them, because when I called, no one answered. When I spoke, they did not listen, but they did that which was evil in my eyes and chose that in which I did not delight. Hear the word of the Lord, you who tremble at his word. Your brothers who hate you who cast you out for my name's sake, have said, Let the Lord be glorified, that we may see your joy. But it is those who shall be disappointed. A voice of tumult from the city, a voice from the temple, a voice of the Lord, that repays his enemies what they deserve. Before she travailed, she gave birth. Before her pain came, she delivered a son, Who has heard of such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall a land be born in one day? Shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion travailed, she gave birth to her children. Shall I bring to the birth and not cause to be delivered? Says the Lord. Shall I who cause to give birth shut the womb? Says your God. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her. Rejoice for joy with her, all you who mourn over her, that you may be nur- that you may nurse and be satisfied at the comforting breasts, that you may drink deeply and be delighted with the abundance of her glory. For this is what the Lord says, Behold, I will extend shalom to her like a river, and the glory of the nations like an overflowing stream. And you will, be, you will nurse, and you will be carried on her side, 
and will be dandled on her knees. As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you. You will be comforted in Jerusalem. You will see it, and your heart shall rejoice, and your bones will flourish like the tender grass. The hand of the Lord will be known among his servants, and he will have indignation against his enemies. For behold, the Lord will come with fire, and his chariots will be like the whirlwind, to render his anger with fierceness, and his rebuke with flames of fire. For the Lord will execute judgment by fire, and by his word on all flesh, and those slain by the Lord will be many. Those who sanctify themselves and purify themselves to go to the gardens, behind one in the middle, eating pig's meat, abominable things, and the mouse, they shall come to an end together, says the Lord. For I know their works and their thoughts, and the time comes that I will gather all nations and languages, and they will come and will see my glory. I will set a sign among them, and I will send those who escape of them to the nations, to Tarshish, Pul, and Lud, who draw the bow, to Tuval and Yavan, to far-away islands who have not heard my fame, nor have seen my glory, and they shall declare my glory among the nations, and they shall bring all your brothers out of all the nations for an offering to the Lord, on horses, in chariots, in litters, on mules and on camels, to my holy mountain Yerushalayim, says the Lord. As the sons of Israel bring their offering in a clean vessel into the house of the Lord. Of them I will also select Kohanim and Leviim, says the Lord. For as the new heavens and the new earth which I will make shall remain before me, says the Lord, so your offspring and your name shall remain. And it will come to pass that from one Rosh Chodesh to another, and from one Shabbat to another, all flesh will come to worship before me, says the Lord. They will go out and look at the dead bodies of the men who have transgressed against me, for their worm will not die, nor will their fire be quenched, and they will be an abhorrence to all flesh. That was Isaiah 66. Our portion today from the writings is Job 10. Here in Job 10, it is Job speaking, and he's answering the speech of the man named Bildad. My soul is weary of my life. I will give free course to my complaint. I will speak in the bitterness of my soul. I will tell God, do not condemn me. Show me why you contend with me. Is it good to you that you should oppress, that you should despise the work of your hands? and smile on the counsel of the wicked. Do you have eyes of flesh, or do you see as man sees? Are your days as the days of mortals, or your years as man's years, that you inquire after my iniquity and search after my sin? Although you know that I am not wicked, there is no one who can deliver out of your hand. 
Your hands have framed me and fashioned me altogether. Yet you destroy me. Remember, I beg you, that you have fashioned me as clay. Will you bring me into dust again? Have you not poured me out like milk and curdled me like cheese? You have clothed me with skin and flesh and knitted me together with bones and sinews. You have granted me life and loving kindness. Your visitation has preserved my spirit. Yet you hid these things in your heart. I know that this is with you. If I sin, then you mark me, and you will not acquit me from my iniquity. If I am wicked, woe to me. If I am righteous, I still will not lift up my head, being filled with disgrace and conscious of my affliction. If my head is held high, you hunt me like a lion. Again, you show yourself powerful to me. You renew your witnesses against me and increase your indignation on me. Changes and warfare are with me. Why then? Have you brought me out of the womb? I wish I had given up the spirit and no eye had seen me. I should have been as though I had not been. I should have been carried from the womb to the grave. Are not my days few? Seize, leave me alone that I may find a little comfort before I go where I will not return from, to the land of darkness and of the shadow of death. The land dark as midnight, of the shadow of death, without any order, where the light is as midnight. That was Job 10. Our final portion for today is from the Apostles, and it is Romans 8, 18 through 39. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which will be revealed toward us. For the creation waits with eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to vanity, not of its own will, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of decay into the liberty of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and travails in pain together until now. Not only so, but ourselves also, who have the firstfruits of the Ruach, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for adoption, the redemption of our body. For we were saved in hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for that which he sees? But if we hope for that which we do not see, we wait for it with patience. In the same way, the Ruach also helps our weaknesses. For we do not know how to pray as we ought, but the Ruach himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. But he who searches the hearts knows what is on the Ruach's mind, because he makes intercession for the holy ones according to God. And we know that all things work together for good for those who love God, for those who are called according to his purpose.
For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be firstborn among many brothers. Moreover, whom he predestined, those he also called. Whom he called, those he also justified. And whom he justified, those he also glorified. What then shall we say about these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own Son, but delivered him up for us all, how would he not also with him freely give us all things? Who could bring a charge against God's chosen ones? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Messiah who died, yes, rather, who was raised from the dead, who is at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Messiah? Could oppression, or anguish, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? Just as it is written, For your sake we are killed all day long. We were accounted as sheep for the slaughter. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing, will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Mashiach Yeshua, our Lord. And that was Romans eight, seventeen, excuse me, 18 through 39. If you're reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Matthew 24, 29 through 51 today also. Before I wrap up, I'm going to present a prayer request. It is from an anonymous person. Shalom, here is my prayer request. I feel as the Lord is putting me in a season to minister to my friends that do not believe in the work of Yeshua on the cross. I would love for all of us to pray for anyone reaching out to the lost, to have complete instruction and guidance from the Holy Spirit, help us learn to listen to His voice and work out His divine instruction to reach their hearts. All for His glory. Thank you. All right, ladies, thank you for praying. Thank you for standing together and uh, lifting up these requests. If you have something you want to share that you want all of us to pray together with you for, you can email us to dailybreadmoms at gmail.com or direct message us on Instagram. We're there at dailybreadmoms. Thank you so much for listening and may you have a blessed day. No matter what your circumstances are, I pray that you would find peace and joy in the presence of your Heavenly Father today. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom. Until next time.